The world is changing rapidly. Empowerment is happening actively. Now is the best point in time to connect, share our unique stories. Through life experiences, we're learning from others and discovering our limitless potential, challenging our beliefs and aligning our action to our values, embracing our emotions and transforming ourselves so we can transform the world. Will we trust the progress? Sustainable, I can't just keep working harder and longer hours and and not having any fun or any joy in my life. So I set about on a mission, a very determined mission to reinvent my life. Uh, I still want to live like that anymore. And uh, so that led me to spend a lot of time reading, reflecting, praying, listening to podcasts, reading, reading books, uh, listening to audiobooks, and just whatever I could do to try to uh, learn how to, ha- how to live my best life. And um, surprisingly enough, right before he left, like within a couple of weeks, within a month for sure, I had finally said, okay, I've had enough. I am going to actually read a book for me that I want, like just a fun book, not like business, because I never had time to do anything other than work. And um, so I had started reading a book about intuition. And um, so that is really, that was, that really started me on a path of discovering how to live my best life. So, um, uh, when I, I kept working on the um, intuition and having a, a daily practice of being quiet and listening, um, you know, at first, I, when he first left, I was really a mess. I, I had just become a real estate broker, and I'd only been doing that six months. And for anybody that doesn't know, that means it's commission. I don't, I'm worried about income, and I'm working commission. And, and even though I had a background in real estate, I hadn't been a broker before. So it was a pretty scary place. So some days I would have to spend like up to two hours just being quiet and trying to figure out, you know, how am I going to fix my life? What should I do? Like, what's the most important thing? And um, so I kept doing that. And then, um, um, and I was, you know, I kept working. And um, one day, I guess it was, it was a few months later, I was driving um to, I was driving to one of the properties that I managed, and I just got a download. And at the time, I didn't know what it was. I just kept – I was driving, and I was thinking, well, what do I need to do first? What's the most important thing? What – you know, i got to get enough sleep, and I know I need to exercise, and what else do I need to do to, so I can get my life straightened out? And all of a sudden, all this stuff just started pouring out of my head. And I didn't – like I said, I didn't really know what it was. But I knew it was good stuff. So I pulled over to the side of the road and I wrote down for about 40 minutes. And um, what it ended up being was uh, I, I made a weekly uh, blog post on um, LinkedIn and Facebook and gave one of the tips. And my friends and networking buddies started reading it and they said, well, this is really good stuff. And they would tell their friends and they'd say, what are you going to talk about next week? So um, I got that done and then um, I decided that I was going to make that into a book. So that became my first book, and it's called Live the Life You Have Imagined, um, Simple Ways to Start Living Your Best Life, something like that. So it's on available at Amazon. And um, so I did that, and then um, 
um, then we did a, uh, my editor uh, wanted me to do a companion journal, so there's a companion journal that goes with that. And then after that, we um, uh, wrote, I, I wrote a book called Single and 60 about what it was like to uh, get a divorce later in life and try to figure it out. And I live on five acres, so there's a lot of work to do. And I was worried about how I was going to have enough time to maintain everything and then, you know, to hire extra people like a gardener and stuff like that, how, how I'm going to pay for it. Um, but I figured it all out. And so that book is it's kind of humorous, but it mm-hmm. goes to show you can do it and it doesn't age isn't an obstacle. And um, let's see. Oh, and I decided before I started publishing the books, I realized that I couldn't work in real estate too. So I figured out um, my finances to the degree that I I really just took a leap of faith, and I felt called to write these books. So I just said I'm not going to worry so much about it. You know, like if I have to sell my house, then I'll sell my house. But you know, I'm going to try to make it work. So I got the uh, first. Well, it'd be three books. And then I wrote another book with um, some people that I met. Um, I went to a conference in Croatia, and I was there for a month. And I met someone who, um, J.B. Owen, who is a publisher for the Ignite books. And I thought, oh, I want to write a book with these people. And it's just it's a compilation book, which means you only write one chapter. And so I, um, they didn't have anything uh, subject that I was interested in. But eventually they had the subject of travel and I travel a lot. So I'm like, okay. So we did that and it became an international um, bestseller in 12 countries. So that was really awesome and it was a great experience. And um, it's not, you might think that the books are about travel and, you know, I went to London and I saw this and that, blah, blah, blah. Or I went, in my case, I went to Egypt. But it's not about sightseeing, it's about what you learn and how you grow. And so mm. for me, so for me, what I wrote about was I wrote about a trip that my son and I took to Egypt, and I had been honing my intuition and I call it connecting ability to other people, uh, deceased people. And I talked to uh, people in my family that had passed away and that sort of thing. So I had tried that in Egypt because I thought I got to see, like, can I really do this or? You know, am I just imagining this? So it worked in Egypt, and that's what I wrote about. And basically, that was my decision about coming out and being uh, brave enough to own my truth. Because I don't, I didn't, um, I don't know. Like at the time, I didn't like know any spiritual people. Like, like to say, oh yeah, I talked to dead people. <laughs> I didn't even know what it was called. I had to look it up and find out that I, it's called being a channel or a, a medium. Um, so I I came back from that um, writing experience, uh, you know, saying I have to own my truth. And and then what happened after that was uh, I was told, uh, you know, because I would connect and meditate and, you know, I, I call them spirit guides. They would give me guidance and I asked lots of questions. So I, my growth was really fast because the more questions you ask, the faster you can learn. So uh, my spirit guides told me, well, um, we have a mission for you. And I said, well, I thought writing these women's books was the mission. (laughs) They said, no, "No, that was practice. And I don't mean that like in a bad way. I mean it as in that's how we get better at everything, right? We have to practice. We have to take the steps. So they told me that uh, get some pens and paper ready, and we are going to um, 
ascended masters are going to give you a book and you need to write it down. And so it went on for about so a few days later, a few nights later, they started waking me up in the middle of the night and telling me these lessons. And I would get up and I'd write it down and I would be falling asleep. It was really difficult at first. And um, then, I, I mean, I would go right back to bed. And, and then in the morning, I would read it and they would be like, wow, it makes sense. Because at the time, I was so busy. It was all I could do to pay attention to write it down that I couldn't really filter what they were saying other than, they would say the title of the lesson, and I'd go, yeah, how are you going to make a lesson out of that, you know, kind of back of my head. But they did. They made it make sense. So um, so what I've done is I wrote all of that down, and I've edited it, and the book is getting ready to come out. And they told me it's called The New I Am Document, Volume 1, and they said uh, that in my lifetime I will transcribe three volumes, and the purpose is uh, to – uh, lift the consciousness of mankind, and the way that you do that is the whole book is about lessons about how we're to the things we're to learn and and how we're supposed to behave so that can be more loving and kind creatures. Because the the main point is that we are all connected, and a lot of people don't see that and they don't understand that. But this book explains it in uh, simple terms. It's not difficult to understand like reading the bible or like i've read some eckhart tolle's uh, books but they're they're a little bit difficult for beginners this is something anybody can understand i mean the, the lessons and they're lessons that we've probably heard of but we need to be reminded of or we don't understand um so it explains a lot about how a different what one person does affects someone else and how it's our duty to help other people and, and things like that. So um, my mission uh, now is to get that book out, and, and basically it's to start a movement because it's a different way of living where you um, live in peace and kindness. And um, to kind of back up or explain how this all happened is um, after my husband left and I started being, you know, getting more in touch with my intuition, um, you know, I I would ask a lot of questions. Like I would ask, well, what does, wh- why does this happen, and why does this person act that way, and that sort of thing. And I was able to eventually just connect to other beings. I mean, it could be someone that's alive, but um, I also ask questions like, like one day I remember I went out. Uh, I have trees on my property that we planted to commemorate someone that passed away. And my dad my dad was an important part of my life, so I have a tree dedicated to him. And so I was out sitting by the tree, and I was just kind of talking to him like I'd done before. And I said, you know, thank you, Dad, for um, um, when he died, I used my inheritance to start building my house. And thank you for that, and I really love my house. And um, I'm just sitting there and thanking him and everything. And the weirdest thing happened is he answered. And that had, at that point, that had never happened. So I was like, what? <laughs> and then then I just went with it, and it was really interesting. So um, I have a brother that's also passed away, and so I was able to find out things from my brother that put my father at ease uh, because my father felt really bad that my brother had died. And um, it's just it's been really cool to be able to connect to family members who have passed away because they give guidance. 
and they're, it's, it's really interesting. They're not mean or crabby like, I don't know, you might think. Everybody has a different perspective once they're not here on Earth. And um, they're a lot kinder. And then you can ask questions and you say, well, like, why did you do that? And, and they go, well, that's how I was taught when I was young. And so you start realizing that there's patterns that go through everyone's family. Um, and, and so that's why it takes so long for humans to improve or evolve because they got to get rid of all this old stuff, the old baggage that comes handed down through their relatives. Like they have to learn, let's say, for instance, you grew up in a family of domestic abuse, so you have to learn, yeah, that's not the way to rule the roost at the house. There's other ways to get along with people. And I imagine it's the same if you grow up in a family with um, uh, where they have drugs or people go to jail, a lot of family members go to jail or something like that. Um, so it's, it's really interesting. It helped me understand a lot. And um, so I, I was going through all that and, and learning to connect with people. But um, then I had uh, what I would call a, a spiritual awakening. And I was, um, I met, I met a guy that, uh, and I started, we started dating and it was like, I already, like I knew him already. It was really uncanny. Like it was like, we were best friends, and and you know I hadn't known him very long. Wow! So and, you, it felt like you were like instantly like connected with this person on a deeper and, level. Right, right. I mean, honestly, you know, being after being married all that time, I could talk to him about anything, and I wasn't afraid or embarrassed. Uh, I couldn't do that when I was married. So it was it was a big deal to me, and and then it seemed like it seemed like he was saying things that were kind of too personal, and. Mm-hmm. It, until later that I realized that when I heard those things, he wasn't actually looking at me and I didn't see his lips move. So I, I, later on, I figured out that I was reading his thoughts. And, wow. um, and that was kind of like, whoa. And I do remember when, when after we first met that it felt, I remember telling my mom, which is, this is really weird. I remember <laughs> saying, I feel like I'm already married to him. And I'm wow. talking like uh, in the first month. And um, I was trying to explain to my son how different it felt. And I said, um, I feel different with him. I never felt that way with your dad. And I didn't want to say, I love this guy like 10 times as much, but, you know, because I didn't want to freak out my son. But but that's what it was. And I couldn't figure all that out. So um, anyway, being with him led to a spiritual awakening. And it was like I finally let go and everything in my life just shifted in an instant, like, all the all the anger, all the angst, all the anxiety, everything, all the hurt, everything it just floated away like it like literally like a cloud out coming out of my body, and it was it was just really surreal and then after that, there was just like peace and and I felt like this is what it was all for. This is why you went through all that crap in your life all the all the negative things that happened, and this is why and um I didn't really know uh you know, more than why, what was the reason why, other than so I, so I could get to that point. But it did make me, it, it just started making me uh, be a nicer person and realizing how the things I do and say to people, it upsets them, it upsets me. And I, and I continued on the path of not, like, I don't watch, I usually don't watch TV. I watch very little, um, I don't watch any news. I watch very little TV, and it's usually, like, like like Hallmark movie type stuff, <laughs> unless I unless it's something like Gaia or 
something about past civilizations. So I try to maintain a really calm life. I spend a lot of time in nature. And um, all that has really made me different because I used to be pretty high-strung and uh, goal-oriented. I mean, I, I'm still goal-oriented, but I don't feel so stressed all the time. When I feel myself getting out of whack, then I go for a walk or go sit in the sun or do something. But it's a it's a totally different uh, way, and I I would say that I've after the awakening, I woke up and I realized there was more to life than just what we think it is. And um, so I spend a good portion of my day kind of, I mean, I'm here physically, but I'm existing like at, an, at another level. Like, yeah, there's I, like another dimension. And, and to yes. be like hearing your story, it's very profound. And on, on the, what's, what's happening right now with this pandemic we're all experiencing a shift collectively from a conscious level. And what you're doing is so amazing in the sense that it's the perfect time to right. share well, simple, effective tools. So what, like, tell me a little bit more about that. Cause now I'm curious about like what exactly um, that book is going to entail. Like if you gave me like here, what it, here's some, some tools that people can take advantage of now and start applying to their lives. Well, in the in the book, the new I am document, uh, there's a lot of stories, and um, you know, I have to tell you, I didn't write it. I mean, I wrote it physically, but it's more like I felt it or I heard it, and I mm-hmm. transcribed it. So it's lessons like um, it's to teach you things like when you see someone, it's all about how you approach it. There's uh, there's one story where. Um, a man, an older man is walking down the street and there's a little boy and he's kicking his soccer ball and he kicks it into the man. And then the man, you know, one scenario is the man gets all gruff and starts like, what are you doing in the street? And then, you know, he's basically, he's ruined his day. Now he's in a crappy mood and the young boy's in a crappy mood. But then they, then they, in the story, they say, just think if when that happened, if the old man would go, like if he got hit with a soccer ball, if he just took it and tried and and hit it back to the boy maybe he would think about well when he was a young kid and he was hitting a soccer ball and what fun it was and all that and then he would have a good day and it would spur happy memories and then the young boy you know he would be in a good mood because the old man hadn't dampened his day so you start through the stories you start seeing how what we do affects other people and we don't always know what they're going through um Another story is about judging people because the the theme is that judging is reserved for God and people gosh people are really bad about this and I and I was too so I have to really you know try to keep myself in check on that mm-hmm. but it's not up to us to judge other people like it's not up to us to decide how much value some other human being has because everybody has value so we shouldn't turn up our nose to people um it's, it's, it's the, st- the story that they told was about a man who who steals a loaf of day old bread, and um, that everybody you know the shopkeeper and the people in the city they or the town they're all like think he's a horrible person, but what they don't know is that he has been a hard worker all his life, but his he just not doesn't have a job at the moment. That his wife that he loved dearly had died. And they have one child, and um, they there's like literally the cupboards are bare except for a little bit of peanut butter, and he knows that 
if he gives it to his son, then he won't have anything for him so that he's strong enough to go get work. So he has to get something to supplement the peanut butter so that they both have a meal and then he'll be, the kid will keep living and he'll be able to be strong enough to go look for work. And so that's the story behind it. But with people just look from the outside and they judge him as being a bad person, they don't know what he's going through. So that's a really good reminder for all of us to remember and think about that we don't know the whole story. We don't know the whole story. No, and I and I love that you are capturing stories, and it's it's really divine intervention in in the sense that these stories are just coming to you, they're flowing to you, and you're sharing yes. them. And through that, you're able to give these nuggets of powerful tools that people can identify with, utilize them, apply them and ultimately impact them, influence their lives so they can start to have acts of kindness for themselves first and right. foremost and then and then towards others when they're interacting with I, I, I love it. I love it. I well, love it. And well, I and I appreciate you, you sharing this. Well it's interesting about taking care of themselves, you know, mind yourself because there's there's a there's a call lessons about self-care and how you need to take care of yourself and you need to love yourself and those types of things. It's really important. And people think that it's, uh, you know, especially women, especially women my age, they think that their goal in life is to take care of everybody else. It is not life is to take care of yourself so that you can be a good wife and you can be a good mother and you can be a good employee and you can be a good citizen. But you can't do that if you don't take care of yourself. That was That was a lesson I learned from you know my my family situation i was totally burnt out and i didn't i didn't even know i was entitled <laughs> i didn't even know i was entitled to have a life like i cuz i had no life so it was really good to get that uh, reassurance uh, but i think for uh, the book is the new i am document is a is helpful for people to learn like if they even religious people that already have a church, but there's so many people that don't, like 50% of the adults in the U.S. don't have a regular church or, or religious belief. So this is for it's, this is a spiritual book. It's, it's, anybody can read it. It makes sense. It's like basically being. And if you don't, uh, if God isn't your higher power, you can substitute source, the universe, whatever you want. It's, it's, that's just the word I use. That's most familiar to me and to other people, but it fits. First. But um, so you can do that. But I think uh, something that a lot of people ask me about is, well, how do you connect and how do you do this? And I think that people need to learn to do that. And and the, you can, they might be a little bit afraid to meditate because it's different for everybody. So you should just like learn that right away. It's just because somebody else has got a way to do it doesn't mean that's going to work for you. But basically it's being quiet and time alone where you can quiet your thoughts and stop them from racing because uh, the human behavior is so much like about doing. It's like we're human doings instead of human beings. Being. We, need to learn, <laughs> we need to learn how to be. And if you learn how to calm down and relax, that's, you know, the first step. And for a lot of people, that that works uh, when you walk in nature. Does That works for me. And I and then I used to run because I was um, within the National Senior Games. So I was running a lot of track and a lot of miles. So 
that's a way for people to relax. Some people do yoga or other things. Um, but you have to find out what works for you to relax. And breathing, that's, a you know, taking deep breaths and relax it out slow, all that kind of stuff really, really helps. But um, and then you, then you really need to learn how to be, um, how to pay attention to your own guidance system about